This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Some of them even blocking the Manhattan Bridge for several hours. And also now reports that at Hillcrest High School in Queens, this is to me just a shocking display of where things have gone so awry in American education. There were teenagers at the Hillcrest High School, Jamaica's Hillcrest High School, shut down the school basically for a few hours because they were marching through the hallways looking for a teacher who was seen at a pro-Israel rally. How scary is the situation that is going on right now with this anti-Semitism? And how crazy is American education that there would actually be a mob of high school students Look like a riot, essentially, combing the hallways, looking for a teacher who was forced to hide in her office. This, to me, is despicable. And Mayor Eric Adams came out and called it a vile show of anti-Semitism at the New York City school. He couldn't believe that this was happening. I'm happy that he came out and said that, but he's got to do more than say that. Throw the book at these people. They apparently also put out the teacher's home address. They doxed her. And all for being at a rally that was pro-Israel. Somebody saw her online and said, hey, take a look. This is teacher so-and-so. They labeled her. And then suddenly, guess what? She was then outed. And then kids were like roaming down the hallways looking for the pro-Israeli teacher. And the teacher apparently was so terrified, didn't want to go to school. Would you feel safe going back to a school like that where a group of thugs are running down the hallway looking for you, screaming after you, trying to find you? What have we become that students are actually doing that? I am happy that the school chancellor, David Banks, showed up at the school. That's great. But throw the book at these people. There is such a disconnect of civility. What is going on in the American school system that kids are allowed to do that, to go roaming down the hallway looking for the, quote, Jewish teacher? What would they have done if they had found her? She apparently locked herself in a, in a classroom. I mean, this is really, really frightening. Now, some people are saying, no, we weren't really coming after her. Well, guess what? You put out her name, 
You put out her address. You were running down the hallways and you were looking for her. I would say that's a good enough reason to be scared. And this whole like, you know, diminishing. Oh, don't worry about it. Those are kids just being kids. I'm sorry. When I went to high school, I never would have imagined running down the hallways looking for a teacher of a faith that maybe didn't align with mine. Maybe these people have no faith. Maybe they have no soul. I mean, this to me is unbelievable that we have come to that part of civilization. What are your thoughts, guys? As boy, the book should be thrown at these people. Anybody who is making a threat, they need to be arrested. The book needs to be thrown at them. And you can't start being soft peddling to these students and to others who are out there preaching hate and instigating hate. Because guess what? Guess what? It breeds and it goes even more. Your thoughts of what needs to happen to these students. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And here is Carol Markowitz. She is a reporter with the New York Post. And this is what she had to say about the issues. Take a listen. So it's three-pronged problem here. The first thing is that the schools are so devoted to teaching a very conformist thinking. In my book, Stolen Youth, we go through how a very one position is, is taught to these kids. And so they understand other opinions as a threat to themselves. You know, words are, are violence. Violence is not violence, but words are violence. The second problem is there's no repercussions for Jew hatred in New York City right now. None of the Hillcrest students will be disciplined. We all know that. And the thing is that the hate is coming from inside the house. A lot of the schools have this thing like this is no place for hate. Well, it is a place for hate, specifically of Jewish students. The third problem is that there's no repercussions in New York for anything. People can riot. They can destroy property. They can be violent. And the victims know that no one is coming to help them. So those three issues, I think, have united you know, to cause real problems in New York City and in other places like it, and in particularly in the schools where the kids are not taught to read and write. The school is abysmal. Their performance is awful. Most of the kids are nowhere near grade level, but they are, you know, rioting against an opinion that they don't like, and nobody is coming to tell them that that's not okay. Yeah, no one is coming to correct it. And here she is a little bit more of how bad behavior needs to be put in check immediately or it gets worse. If you don't punish people for bad behavior, you're going to get more of it. And that's what these New York schools are facing right now. How do you let kids riot for two hours? And now the mayor comes out and says that he's going to send people to talk to these kids. I'm sorry. Talking is nowhere near enough. People need to be suspended. People might need to be expelled. This kind of behavior cannot be tolerated unless you're ready to accept more of it. And online, one of the seniors at the high school posted that a group of students, quote, decided to make a group chat, expose her, talk about it, and then talk about starting a riot. Sounds like a really nice group of folks. They were running through the hallways, chanting, jumping, shouting, waving Palestinian flags, and also banners. Also, over the weekend, at the Manhattan Bridge, they closed the bridge down for a few hours as they were burning American and Israeli flags. Who is holding those people responsible? Also, others, guess what? They were blocking Columbus Circle, the shops there at Columbus Circle, saying that people shouldn't be able to spend any money 
because they say that no tax dollars, quote, should go to Israel. And that's why they were burning the American flag and the Israeli flag. Does any of this make any sense to you? To me, this so much reminds me of some of the BLM riots and some of the other riots where things just got so out of hand and nobody dared to clamp down. And guess what? Things got worse and worse and worse. Remember, even in New York City, think about it. Bill de Blasio basically told the police, stand down, remember? And what happened? The city started burning. You saw thousands of thugs going through Macy's. You saw them going through all the other stores, looting, burning, punching, beating cops. And then finally, when the police were were told, go ahead and do your job, because maybe there was enough damage to New York City at that point. Guess what? Pretty soon afterwards, it only took them, I think it was a couple hours, Things seem to be in order when police were allowed to do their jobs. But guess what? Nobody seems to be putting these kids in check. Where are all the arrests? I'm sure they're on video. There's probably video. You can see them running down the hallway. They were posting it. It's probably pretty easy to figure out who the kids are. Where's the mass arrest for all the people that were threatening, outing this teacher? How dare we be in a place where teachers can't even feel safe to be at school, and they were at a peaceful pro-Israel rally, and they're now being treated like pariahs? And is this the start of what's going to be an even more disturbing trend? 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222, and you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Let's go to Joe, line one. Uh, Joe, it really is getting disgusting and, and really dangerous, Joe. I'm on the air. Hey, Joe. Rita, my love, the Polish princess, God bless you and yours. This is absolutely out of control. They're not kids will be kids. They are Hitler youth. They are pawns. Do you think these young American kids, U.S. kids, are doing this? You don't think that that they are being offered sexual favors by these pro-Hamas putana? They are. And the same things with the gals. Well, they and, are well, and Joe, the and look, hold on a second, Joe. I'm not here. sure about the sexual favors, but I think they're probably getting financial favors. Somebody's funding them because they're, they seem to be pretty well organized. Uh, and to me, they seem to be driven by maybe just the need to protest. Like, I almost feel like, and, and actually, tell me what you think on this, Joe. I feel like many ways some of these are the same group that were out there doing blm some of them are the same group that were out there on all the climate stuff and in fact during the macy's thanksgiving day parade remember they glued themselves to the street Mm -hmm. to block the parade and it was climate change folks right next to these pro-palestinian anti-israeli pro-hamas folks your thoughts rita the bottom line is this they talk about the, but first of all, I say Christ Jesus said, when two or more are gathered in my name, I am there. So let us pray to Christ that we get the Israeli, American, and Italian hostages back. And there are other types of hostages. American veterans are being held hostage. I'm, I reached out to a brother American veteran who was in a wheelchair, isolated in a, in a basement apartment, and he was stuck there up until Thanksgiving. His beautiful dog who pulls him in the wheelchair can no longer use his back hind legs. He wiped out his bank account for the emergency surgery for the dog. The dog might be around until St. Valentine's Day in another 10, 11 weeks. We don't know. But that's being held hostage by the best country in the world, America. And yet the United States mistreats the American veterans the worst. 
Two-thirds of the homeless men and women are American veterans, and 13,000 American veteran suicides, one every hour. And, That's and being Joe, held hostage. Joe, I agree with you, actually. I think we need to treat our veterans so much better. And the fact that we seem to be coddling so many of these other people, and, and even the migrants. Look at all the costs that's happening to the migrants. We should be spending that money on American veterans. Um, I 1,000% agree with you. There are so many homeless veterans in New York, and now there's so many less cops in New York, because who wants to be a cop, sadly, in New York City these days? It is way too tough and way too difficult, and they don't feel they have support. Um, and And yet... You look at what happened even in some of the latest city council races. Some of them change, but for the most part, some of these uh, defunders are still there. And that's a really tough place to work, and it's a bad environment for the community, too. Uh, but I hear you, Joe. Our veterans, I think, should get everything that they can. There's no doubt about it. Let's go to Robert from Philly. Robert, uh, what is going on with our education system? Uh, this, I'll tell you what's happening. The chickens are coming home to roost. Okay, and I'm not speaking about this particular teacher, okay, but the teachers have been raising and indoctrinating these kids, particularly in the inner cities, for a couple years now so that they could turn them into foot soldiers for their stupid Marxist revolution. And that is it in a nutshell. And now it's coming to bite some of them back on the butt. I don't know this teacher. I'm sorry she had to go through that. And I can't believe it's going on. And it's coming from the left. And they're trying to blame it on Trump MAGA. It's it's out of it's not only out of control, it's out of reality. Okay, I've never thought I'd see something like this. But if these kids um, turn on the people that are training them to be soldiers, what do you want me to do about that? You know what I mean? They're they're getting what they train. They. They taught these kids this. Ever since and we saw it with the summer of Floyd, okay? They, they, they know now if we see something we don't like, whether it's misconstrued, we have the right to rise up and write to singing nation and do whatever we want. And that's what the left wanted. Now they're getting it. Yeah, now they're I just getting they in on it. this. And you're right. Like they, these people, I think you hit it, Robert, because they have no filter. It's like, okay, let's move on from one protest to another. It's almost like professional protesters. And I bet you, I bet you half of them, yeah, I bet you half of them don't even understand why they're protesting. Um, and the other half, uh, I think, are, are actually really scary if they do. If there's somebody out there who actually, I'd prefer to think that they're stupid than the fact that they're out there protesting and really do believe that Hamas isn't that bad. There's a few Rita, people that say that. That's Rita, frightening. Rita, what if they'd have gotten a hold of her? Yeah, exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Would the media have even covered it? Would the media have, would we, would they have even cared? No. That's what I'm talking about. We got deep problems here. We you sure have do. a great night, Rita. Yeah. You know, Robert, I, I am deeply concerned, too. I never thought um, in my lifetime that we would be seeing something like this. And it does. It, it reminds me, sadly, so much of what happened in World War II. It's horrifying to me on so many levels. And I never imagined the American education system would be allowing and sort of fostering this. It's frightening. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. It's the Rita Cosby Show. roaming the hallways you see it in the video that many of them posted essentially rioting after learning a teacher attended a pro-israel rally and now how would you ever feel comfortable to go back and teach in that school and she got docs they apparently put out her home address put out information here's a picture of her i mean what what are, are we is this like 1930s 1940s again This is really chilling to me that an American teacher would get treated that way just because she happened to show up at a rally supporting Israel, who, by the way, was the country that was invaded, that was slaughtered, that was brutalized. This is a really frightening place that we have become. And it comes also as these pro-Palestinian protesters were blocking the Manhattan Bridge. Uh, hundreds of them were blocking the bridge, holding up their fists in the air, blocking heavy traffic, screaming, let Gaza live and wearing T-shirts that read cease fire now. Uh, where are all the arrests of all of those individuals? And I wonder if the ones who glued themselves to the street to block the Macy's Day Parade, were they arrested or did you just give them a pass too? one 800 one 800 848 Let's go to Norm. Uh, Norm, what do you think needs to happen? What do I think needs to happen? Well, concerning the Hillcrest High School, I think they should be expelled and prosecuted for harassment. I mean, and then I my thought was after that, it's like, where's the teachers' union? How come they're not speaking up for these teachers? I'm just wondering. Are you being chased That's around a great the point. Chased around? Yeah, and and my second thought is I'm thinking in the present volatile anti-Semitic atmosphere that's permeating our cities. I'm just thinking, what would happen if a Jewish American, by accident or intentionally, kills a minority in America now? Will we see a reciprocal murder pogrom like like with uh, Gavin Cato and what was it, Yankel or Menachem? I forget. I'm so unfortunate. Uh, Rosen Rosenbaum. This yeah. is back in 1989. I remember that summer. That was the summer that brought on Giuliani. No, but you, you're right, Norm. You know, and, and by the way, imagine. By the way, if the teacher was black 
and the students were white. Chasing. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, a story coming from my old stomping ground of Columbia, South Carolina, home of the USC Gamecocks, where I went to college. Sheriff Leon Lothair received the Salvation Army Bell Ringer Commendation Award during ceremonies kicking off the Salvation Army's Red Kettle Campaign for the 2023 season. The ceremony, which included remarks from Salvation Army officials and Christmas carols sung by the Columbia International University Choir, was held on the north steps of the South Carolina State House right there in Columbia. And Major Mark Craddock, who's commander of the Salvation Army, said, quote, each year the Salvation Army of the Midlands chooses an organization that has gone above and beyond the call of duty and ringing the Christmas bells at all of our red kettles. And he said for two years in a row, the Richland County Sheriff's Department holds the record for the most number of dollars placed in a Salvation Army red Christmas kettle. And Sheriff Lott there of Richland County said, I accept this on behalf of all the men and the women of Richland County. We do this for the love of the Salvation Army, what they stand for, what they provide in this community and the hope that they provide for people in need. What a beautiful, beautiful, powerful story. Uh, I always love seeing the Salvation Army and the ringing of the bells. By the way, the Salvation Army is an international Christian organization. It was founded way back in 1865, headquartered in London, England, uh, and it was uh, named the East London Christian Mission, Today, there are more than 1.7 million members of the Salvation Army worldwide, and the organization is said to be the largest non-government provider of social services in North America. Uh, What a powerful testament to that great organization. I've done a lot with the Salvation Army. I love them and appreciate them, and how beautiful to see the Sheriff's Department there in South Carolina and Columbia being recognized for their great work. Well, we are talking about all of these increases in anti-Semitic crime, and we are seeing so many protests taking place, streets blocked, and it's going to get a lot worse because now they're trying to block shoppers. It's just the beginning of the shopping season. Today is Cyber Monday, supposed to be the biggest Cyber Monday day ever. Supposedly, people are getting out, they're going online, they're going out to the stores, and with this combination... These protesters now have decided, well, we're going to block people from shopping. How does that put the cause of the Palestinian people on the front burner? All it does is make people get you angry. It gets them frustrated, gets them furious at you. How does that help your mission? It does not. And it just shows that so much of what they're doing, I don't even think they believe it. They just want to, like, destroy America. They want to destroy anything that represents America. And that's why they're out there burning the American flag. I agree with a number of all of these people because uh, a number of folks, I'm not saying the protesters, I'm talking about the people who've said clamp down on them. 
there are also a number of Republican members, uh, you know, who are running for Congress right now. I think, uh, I mean, uh, running for president. Tim Scott, who dropped out recently, he was one of the first ones to come out and say, guess what? I think these people should be deported if they're on a student visa. You know, pull the visa. If they don't love America and they're out there burning our streets and stopping shoppers and stopping a Macy's Day parade, stopping traffic on the Manhattan Bridge on a busy time, get rid of them. What the heck are they doing in this country? It's crazy. And a number of others have said the same thing. They said that if they become president, they would clamp down on it. The question is, how much more can we take for the next year? I mean, my goodness, things are getting so heated. It's so contentious. We still have almost a year of a presidential election. I mean, it's not till next November. There's a lot of damage that this president can do between now and then. And why isn't he clamping down on these young people? He doesn't want to. He clearly, he says, yes, he wants to support Israel, But then behind the scenes, he's pushing for the ceasefire. And then on the other hand, he doesn't seem to be very effective. We've only had in this last batch one American released. That little girl, thank goodness she was released. She just turned four, but that's it. So, I mean, how much pressure is he putting? How much weakness is he displaying? And he's clearly not being strong with all of these different schools out there that are having enormous, enormous problems. And case in point, too, some of this, this story really troubled me because now we have these people acting up again. It's such a dangerous time. I mean, some of the vile things that they're shouting, you know, death to Israel, death to this, death to that, chasing a teacher, all of these things that we're talking about. And now there is a story over the weekend that a total of 2,516 NYPD cops have left so far this year. It's the fourth highest number in the past decade and 43% more than the amount that hightailed it in 2018. Because who wants to be a cop these days? Things are so difficult. They are so disrespected and they're so outnumbered. What are they going to do if suddenly a group of hundreds of kids are running down the hallway? What are you going to do if you're one cop by yourself or two cops by yourself And the kids don't even respect the officers. We saw the way that they were handled during the BLM riots and other things. They do not respect authority. So it's very tough being a cop. And here is Bill O'Reilly. We were talking with Bill earlier today on Katz and Cosby. And he says that there aren't even the funds or the support to help our cops, that this city seems to have a different priority. Take a listen to it. You see the devastation of San Francisco. Los Angeles, you know how corrupt your government is. And it's the same thing here. You elect a mayor, Eric Adams, who is a huge sanctuary city cheerleader. Well, the unintended consequence of that is now you can't pay your cops. So you're not going to have as many. And the good ones, the vets, are packing it up. Well, what do you think the unintended consequence of that's going to be? Somebody hurting you. That's what it's going to be. That is what it's going to be. How scary is that? And that doesn't help any community whatsoever if they start eliminating the cops, especially at a time right now where things are just so, so crazy and things are such a mess where things at this point People just do not 
seem to have respect for law enforcement. And boy, do we need law enforcement now. I feel like more than ever. I feel like we are in such a bad situation at this point that this is the time to have cops more than we've ever needed it before. This is a real, real crisis point. And here is Bill Bratton, the former NYPD commissioner, with his take of what this means. I had 38,000 when I was commissioner the first time. I had 36,000 in 2014 with a lot less crime, 400,000 fewer crimes being committed a year. Uh, This talk of going below 30,000 is insane. This idea of holding up five academy classes you know what that does to a department when you do something like that? That's five academy classes are effectively two and a half years of classes. They put them on about every four to six months. And you lose instructors at the academy. Uh, you lose people who are waiting to get on the job with the waiting list. They leave to go to other departments. That, that, that proposal uh, should be dead on arrival. You don't stop hiring when you're losing huge numbers. That is the definition of insanity. And how can we get by with less cops and what seems to be more obvious hatred in the school systems and elsewhere? There are so many issues going on right now. There are so many of these protests that are happening and things are just getting so out of control. And some of the vitriol that we're hearing at some of these protests And we're seeing them now blocking shopping areas, holding up a parade, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, blocking a bridge. You name it. Things are getting really bad and very few arrests. And now you're going to suddenly have 2,500 less cops this year alone because who wants to be a cop right now? It is way too difficult. They feel so unappreciated And boy, that is a sad testament to society. It's a sad testament to New York City. And we have to turn this around. We have to support our men and women in blue. Because right now, given all the dynamics and all the threats to the U.S. homeland, all the protests, all the potential of what's crossing our wide open southern border, there are so many issues right now. We need our law enforcement more than ever. We need to incentivize people to stay. We need to reward them for staying in a really tough job. And the last thing we can do right now is cut the cops or have cops run and leave the force and say they've had it. That is so dangerous for this city. I can't imagine cities like New York and others going downhill even further. Boy, is that a troubling testament to where we are And I don't know how we're going to turn this around if we can't keep good cops. And there are so many great men and women in law enforcement. They need to stay. We need to have their back. And we need to show them that. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to to Mark. Uh, Line four. Mark, your thoughts about all this. Uh, yes, Rita, thank you for taking my call. This is uh, regarding the teacher. Uh, my father was an, uh, a teacher for 42 years, highly respected. He was an educator. And uh, he graduated in 1955 from Columbia University. And what I remember him telling me that is, upon his graduation, they told him to be aware of the avant-garde. That they are coming up quick. And they are going to change. And my point on this is that 
whatever's happening happening in the schools now has gone back 50, 60 years. And that's what I wanted to say. Um, that's a long uh, time. It, it, that's a long time, Mark. And you know what? I, I agree. I don't think it happened overnight. I think there were certain moments that turbocharged it, don't you? Oh, absolutely. But the thing is that that um, he knew back then that whatever you're trying to do in the educational system, it was going to be a hijacked. And it seems like that that has happened uh, now. It's it, it came to fruition. Yeah, sadly, you. you're right. You're we're seeing it. Boy, was he uh, spot on because it's clearly been brewing over time. And now the chickens are coming home to roost. And sadly, we are in a, such a dire crisis. I don't know how we turn this around. I mean, you don't, we're having less cops. We're having, it seems like, less support from them, from some of these members of Congress and others, you know, city council and others who seem to stay in office. What more does it take to put good people in there who actually care about authority, who care about law and order, who care about communities being safe? I mean, that seems to be on the back burner for so many of these people, and yet they still get reelected. They should get voted out. In, in a logical world, they get voted out. They wouldn't even get voted in. I mean, it would be like, are you kidding me? We can't have somebody like that. But yet they get voted over and over again. And boy, do we need help right now, given all of these protests. And I really worry, as I talked about the incident that's happening at that school, the fact that at that Hillcrest High School in Jamaica, Queens, that they were running chasing, trying to find a teacher. I mean, what have we become? And the best that the city can do is, well, we talk to them. We talk to them, throw them all in, put them in the pen. And by the way, this is how I feel. Send them to the Palestinian territories. Why don't you send them to Gaza for a week or two? They're so happy to, like, go after somebody who is supporting Israel, like this teacher, why don't you send them to like a one week uh, next spring break? They instead of going to uh, Fort Lauderdale, they end up going to Gaza. Let's see if they really enjoy it as much as they liked Fort Lauderdale. Maybe they'll come back and appreciate the freedoms of this country. Maybe they just they have no clue and they are just so disconnected from reality. And you're right, uh, Mark, what you said, because teachers, clearly many teachers, not all, but many teachers have been encouraging that. And that's a sad state of affair. We're going to continue your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show. This is The Rita Cosby Show. Very alarming report that the NYPD cops are leaving the force at an alarming rate, turning in their badges. More than 2,500 so far just this year. Because guess what? They feel they can't do their job. And they also hear about all these potential budget cuts. They feel like they're not getting paid. It's too risky. And guess what? The streets are out of control. Many of our universities are out of control. This is the worst time to be losing cops. 
And it doesn't sound like the city is doing anything to incentivize them to stay. That is a troubling, troubling trend as we're seeing what I think is so much hate in these schools, some of this vitriol and where they think it's okay to block a kid from shopping over the holiday season, blocking Columbus shops as if that's going to do something or blocking, as we saw a couple weeks ago, Grand Central Station, Penn Station, also the Manhattan Bridge, just creating chaos for shoppers, somehow any way to get their message out. And then as we're hearing from this Queens High School in New York, in New York City, a mob going crazy, finding out that a teacher, how dare she show up at a pro-Israel rally, a peaceful pro-Israel rally. I mean, this is insane. And many of these people, I'd say 99.99999 are getting off scot-free after making vile, disgusting threats. So what do we need to do to clamp down and where do we go wrong that these kids feel that they can suddenly express themselves this way without repercussions? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Mordecai, line five. Mordecai, your thoughts. Um, hi, Rita. How you doing? I'm doing good, but I'm doing good, but I am like, I'm really disgusted. I mean, this story, especially of the Queens High School, this is the Hillcrest High School in Queens, New York, is is shameful. That we are at a point where, like, if you're at a pro-Israel rally, they're going to out you, put your home address, try to find you in the school. I mean, what have we become? Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's um, it's a mixture of it's a mixture of the culture. You know, um, it's cool to go against the grain nowadays. I mean. Most of these kids are going to grow up and, and see, oh, my God, I was so stupid back then. I didn't know anything because I was the same way when I was in high school. I thought I knew everything and I was on top of the world and I was smarter than everybody. But I grew up very fast. Um, and, you know, and, and like the people that are serious about it, look, the government does not take things seriously because it's illegal to give even one penny to an organization that supports terrorists like Hamas or, or Hezbollah. And, and these people have been giving to these organizations. So if we really wanted to go by the book, they would all be in Gitmo. But you and I know that's not going to happen. Just like America neutered Israel's military, why the war has taken so long that it has, it's just like the same thing. We're, 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 we're not allowing people that are, you know, Zionists or, you know, I, I know you're a Zionist. I'm a Zionist. It's like Zionism is like the, the right for Israel to exist. That's it. And people are saying, oh, we don't hate Jews. We just hate Zionists. It's like 90-something percent of Jews are Zionists. So what, you're going to kill 90-something percent of Jews? Is that what you're going to do? Well, and Mordecai, they're screaming from the river to the sea. I mean, we all know what that means. That means we want to wipe Israel off the map. And, And Hamas has made it very clear, sadly, Mordecai, they've made it really clear that, uh, they're going to keep going. That, you know, that October 7th was just the beginning. I mean, they haven't been neutered in any shape or form. And that's what's really scary. And I agree with you. I think Joe Biden has been putting a lot of pressure. I mean, publicly, he said, oh, I'm glad that there's an even longer pause. We're going to talk about in the next hour how it's now extended two more days. They're trying to get more hostages out. Obviously, that's a hard situation because you certainly want to get as many hostages out as you can. But all this like... You know, this behind the scenes like wimpiness and not even willing to crack down on school kids or protests. It's like he's afraid of his own shadow. And that's a dangerous 
place to be. Mordecai, thank you very much. Let's go to Dom in Minnesota. Dom, your thoughts? Yeah, Rita, this is what DEI is doing to our kids. They're dumb, egocentric, and irresponsible instead of diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's what it's doing to them. You know, the, the criminal has become the victim, and the real victim is collateral damage in all of this. Biden, you know, Biden says that Hamas is attacking Israel because he was pursuing a peace deal with Israel, Saudi Arabia. You know, this guy, can you believe this guy? Even Tanakia would be embarrassed. Yeah, he, by the talk. way, yeah, he thinks like he's the grand peacemaker as if like, I mean, I do think they didn't want those parties to come together, but I don't think they were worried about Joe Biden as being uh, the leader of the world by any means.